With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I've tried to be fair to you creatures. Now my patience has reached its end. Tell me or I'll... No, not my gumdrop buttons. All right, then. Who's hiding them? Okay, I'll tell you. Do you know... Gary. The Muffin Man? Gary Hoffman. Yes. Shannon. Tell me if you've seen her. She always bring the racket like Venus and Serena. Shannon Farron. This is about to get weird. Gary and Shannon. Let's begin this new chapter together. And let's start the work right now. LAPD has opened a criminal investigation into that uh, secret recording and then the leak of the conversation between Nuri Martinez and Gil Cedillo and Kevin DeLeon and Ron Herrera. I figured out, it dawned on me this morning. Is this um, before or after the pants application? This is before. Okay. Uh, so you, uh, were, you were comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> that was a simpler time in my day. Ah. <sighs> When I had elastic on yeah. instead of the harsh parameters. The harsh realities of, of buttons. Denim. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I figured out why the timing. Remember how we were wondering why release that tape now? Right. Um, it was in October of last year when this conversation happened. It was released in October and the statute of limitations on a misdemeanor is a year. So unless they track this down in the next, oh, four or five days, they can't prosecute. Well, why wouldn't you just wait? Well, I would say, why why wouldn't you just wait until the calendar year was up? But that might be whoever released it thought it would have been too close to, say, Election Day. Right. Interesting. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about that when we get to 11 o'clock. The um, L.A. Unified Superintendent has come out. And remember those test scores that were absolutely in the crapper? He said, yeah, I know we suck. But good news, we suck less, which is also the same message that Gavin Newsom was giving. Um, the earthquake from yesterday also was pretty interesting. Yesterday up in the Bay Area, the yeah. five five point one, I think it was. The everybody's talking about the shake alert system worked. Well, if you get a shake alert that's five seconds before the earthquake and you're not used to it and you don't know what it says. By the time you get it, you're in the midst of the earthquake, which doesn't do a lot of good for anybody. Some people say they got it 18, 20 seconds ahead of the earthquake. So it's not perfect, but it is working. We'll talk about it. The debate between Fetterman and Oz caught uh, every headline last night as it was going down. This, uh, boy, I don't even know. There's so much in this debate that was hard to watch. We talked yesterday with Derek Dennis, who was in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We're going to try to hook back up with him today during Swamp Watch. Um, John Fetterman, currently lieutenant governor for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. It's important to remember that people from Pennsylvania get really upset when you call it a state. The Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. He suffered a stroke several months ago. And one of the um, after effects of the stroke is he's got a problem with cognition. And, and it's coming back slowly but surely. Sure. But you're at a, par, a point 
point, excuse me, when uh, it is uncomfortable to watch. And the people that were lighting this guy up on social media, it's like he had a stroke. Yeah. Now, there, there's, I don't, it's, it's I just don't, kind of distasteful to me. I don't blame him at all. I have a problem with the fact that he's not really ever been anything but a politician. And just to be consistent, sure. I feel like I should make sure that I point that out about this guy because I pointed it out about other people as well. This was his opening statement. This was his opening salvo explaining why he should be a senator from the great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. What qualifies you? To be a U.S. senator, you have 60 seconds. Hi. Good night, everybody. Oh. I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. He's running to use Pennsylvania. Here's a man that spent more than $20 million of his own money to try to buy that seat. I'm also having to talk about something called the Oz rule, that if he's on TV, he's lying. He did that during his career on his TV show. He's done that during his campaign about lying about our record here. And he's also lying probably during this debate. And let's also talk about the elephant in the room. I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this debate, mush two words together, but it knocked me down, but I'm going to keep coming back up. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about fighting for everyone in Pennsylvania that ever got knocked down that needs to get back up and fighting for all forgotten communities all across Pennsylvania that also got knocked down that needs to keep get back so up. So that initial comment got a lot of heat on social media, to which I say this is exactly case in point of what happens when you're trying to regain your speech after a stroke. In terms of what you mean to say, what comes out of your mouth, kind of a thing. When he says hello and good night, everybody, he was thinking probably to say, you know, like you would every morning. Good hello, evening. Hello. Yeah. Good, good exactly. Good morning. Good evening, everyone. And the fact that everyone raked him over the coals for saying good night, everybody, like he was signing off from a late night comedy show, was just kind of low to me. It's just shallow. Well, here's here's what I think the issue is that when I was watching it last night, I watched a good 25, 30 minutes of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. Was I feel like John Fetterman needs to get better. That if I were John Fetterman's son. I would want him to take time off from running. You can still be lieutenant governor of, of the Commonwealth. Get better. Th this but that's is not how strokes work. That's not how after a stroke, that's not how you get better by not engaging. Like I'm, that's I'm how not, you get better by, by trying to use all the muscles, including the big one up right. in your head. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying go sit in a chair with a, an Afghan yeah, on your lap. Because that's the worst thing you can do. Exactly. But he's still lieutenant governor. I mean, he's still got jobs and responsibilities and family and engagements and speaking and all of these sorts of things. He can still do all of that. But when the Democrat, when Democrats that are around him or people who have continued to push his candidacy here, they had an opportunity several months ago to put somebody else in his well, place. Well, you're looking at uh, Herschel Walker on the other side of the aisle. Exactly. Same thing. Exactly. Um, but uh, I, I did. I just thought it was distasteful. People going after this guy for his speech impediment currently. Um, but he was able to raise a million dollars in three hours after that debate. That is an amazing thing because it, it says a couple of things about our. Well, I guess we'll have to come back. P.S. We'll uh, you know, you're talking about the Senate. Could you imagine Diane Feinstein up there?
What would her debate sound like? Perfect example. Good like, Lord. There's got to be there, – and I'm not saying that people with disabilities can't serve in Congress. They can, whether it's a, um, a, a physical disability. We've got plenty of examples of that. Um, uh, but an idea of a mental disability like this, if it's recovered – Time for What to Watch on Wednesday. The following program is brought to you in living color. What you watching in there? Americans love television. They wean their kids on it. USA television much better. You've been watching too many of those live television shows. So I started watching the latest season of Love is Blind. Remember, this is the show that we all started watching during the pandemic, where they have people in pods and they don't see each other, but they have these dates, and they have the weird gold wine goblets, and uh, they they meet each other uh, via this these pods and these conversations. And then, in order to see each other, they actually have to propose. There has to be a proposal, and then they meet face to face, and then they spend some time together and decide if they're going to go through with this. This was not the one where they dressed up in costumes, like the shark and the monster and the. I think that was the masked singer. No, no, no. I know of. that was I know that one. But there was another <laughs> dating show where they had these super elaborate costumes on. I don't remember. And they, that. they couldn't tell what they actually looked like until I don't remember. I think you're still thinking of the masked singer. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, it's Did you just so pat bad. Me on the head with your verbally. Just well, I feel me. like I've seen Aww. all the reality dating shows, and, and, and that so that's ring a bell not ringing you? a bell for me. Uh, but I'll, I'll Google it. it. Go on, go on. No, tell me more about um, to love it's just it's a terrible show. It's really bad. I started watching The Watcher because Alex Stone said that was good. Right. And it's interesting. It's keeping me. Uh, it's keeping my interest going. About uh, a family who lives in a suburban New Jersey, a beautiful home that has a history. And the townspeople have a very odd infatuation with the, the house and the dumbwaiter and the property. And they're trying to figure out the family as who is sending them these threatening notes. Some of the townspeople just show up sometimes in the kitchen, in the hallway, and they all have this weird claim with this property. So it, it, it's enough to keep me going, and, and it's kind of tearing the family apart a little bit as well, uh, specifically the marriage and, and the way the townspeople have been able to put their fingers in all of the familial relations without uh, without really having that much interaction with these people. It, it's good. And then I finished The Patient yesterday. I... Fell so far out of love with the patient. This is Steve Carell it and Domhnall Gleeson. Precipitous and, fall out of love, but I kept going because I wanted to see how it ended. Domhnall Gleeson plays a serial killer who um, need acknowledges who he is and what he is. And it's hard to get past his wig and the foundation. The found you ever see somebody whose foundation does? I I'm probably guilty of this. Their their makeup foundation okay. doesn't match can their I, skin very well. Can I tell you? I was thinking about the bricks that make up the wall in the basement where they where they hold Steve Carell. That's the foundation I thought you were talking about, oh. which is like, oh yeah, it's clearly fake. Like oh, that's, that's the so worst funny. foundation I've ever seen. Yeah, as soon as I said foundation to you to a man, I realized I needed to clarify <laughs> his makeup. Um, his mate, yeah. the makeup doesn't match the what's on his face doesn't match his neck. It drives me insane. But uh, I finished it. And, and it, did it come around at all? Did it? Did you feel like no. you were satisfied at the end of it? It was. No, I just it was so I, I'm not done with it. It's, I still have a very I think, one or two episodes. Interesting left, ending. I'm not in. I don't want that. I just want it to be over. I um. Oh, look, there's a clock right there. 
Um, oh, the, uh, look the, at that. Instant gratification. I mentioned that the house itself is... You it, looked at that I know where it is, house. and yeah. I actually walked through the house when I was uh, going to buy a house, Wouldn't not that, that one. Wouldn't that be weird if you bought that one and then you watched the show? Like if, like if you... Like if you were living in that house right now watching that, that show. That would be pretty crazy. But my daughter started watching it as well, independent, and she asked if we had seen it. Think of I, all the money you could have raked in from them using that room to film. Well, they here's the thing. They only use it a couple of times. They do some exterior shots of the house, and then there's a there's a, a scene where they're having lunch with his ex-wife. Beautiful breakfast room. That's a beautiful breakfast room. That's part of the house. Yeah. But the, where all that stuff in the basement is a is a set somewhere. That's not actually that doesn't exist in that home. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So I mean, the they didn't spend a, more than probably three or four days filming there. I don't think. Okay. So, um, the show that I was thinking of, Sexy Beasts. Remember this? No. Yeah. Uh, this was this strange. All of these people in this dating show had these very elaborate. Makeup oh, costumes vaguely. on. When did that? When was oh, that this on? was well, June of twenty one was this article, and it was called Netflix's new dating show. I did not watch Sexy Beasts. That looks troubling. That looks like the furry it's, world, but with sex. It's weirder. Uh, it's not the furry world because these are so well done. Yeah, the, I mean, it's not just like a how many hours they mascot. have to spend getting into that. That's the hard part about this is if you. If you're going to sign up for this and they tell you, by the way, you're going to sit nine hours in a makeup chair yeah. and then spend two hours on the set talking with somebody that you don't know. And some of these people actually left the set and were walking in a park somewhere dressed up as a dolphin or a mouse or an alien. Or mm, I'm out. Coming back. Sausage party. Sausage party. Coming to a TV near you. And the new show Fire Country. Even Cal Fire says this show is so bad they don't want to have anything to do with it. It's been a while since we've used our sausage cooker here in the office and had sausages in the morning. Yeah, Jacob, sausage Maybe master. Maybe we should do sausages. Darian Shannon will continue. KFI AM six forty live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Mark Ronner's uh, in uh, what you're watching Wednesday. We're talking about shows that uh, that we have been seeing or will be seeing, and Seth Rogen is going to take his sausage party from 2016, the R-rated animated comedy that was just a bunch of uh, D-jokes. Um, it's going to be in a uh, series based on Is based it called the, movie. Uh, the Petros and Money Show? Kristen Wiig, Michael Sarah, David Krumholtz, Ed Norton, all returning for the show, called Sausage Party Foodtopia. Seth Rogen previously voiced a sausage named Frank, and a red bell pepper named Sergeant Pepper. Kristen Wiig voiced the hot dog bun named Brenda, which did not look like a hot dog bun. It, well, it's, it doesn't matter what it looked like. Um, CBS has a new show called Fire Country, and the people who put out fires in Fire Country say this thing is awful. Really? Just to give you an idea of what's happening in Fire Country. As a raging wildfire bears down on a town... Three characters find themselves trapped in the burning forest. Although they're moments from disaster, two of the characters decide to get into a shouting argument and then a physical fistfight over a girl who died off screen. After some punching in the midst of campfire level conflagration, they make it back to safety while, seemingly without reason, the wildfire peters out on its own. What? 
Cal when Fire does that says ever happen? this does not happen. That's not a thing. They said it's a dramatization of Cal Fire firefighters on the job, but it's just like any other firefighter slash cop slash paramedic slash hospital procedural where there's a problem of the week, like a fire of the week or something that they have to solve all while they're dealing with all of their personal issues and problems as well. So the guy who wrote it grew up in the Bay Area, um, co-writes the show. He actually is in it as well. He plays Bodie Donovan. He's a firefighter. My name's Bodie Donovan. Of course it is. Uh, he's committed some felonies of the generally forgivable sort, according to uh, the San Francisco Chronicle. He's the protagonist and the heartthrob, and in an attempt to shorten his prison sentence, he volunteers for the inmate firefighting program. Um, it's not entirely clear, they say, who this show is for. It's definitely not for people who live in areas like all of California where we regularly see wildfires and don't feel like they should be dramatized like this. Right. Close-up shots of fires are real. Long shots of whole mountainsides are achieved with the Uncanny Valley CGI, so you can tell that they're fake. But they said that massive uncontrolled wildfires strafing across dry, rugged t- t- terrain is declared 60% contained by the end of the first episode. And it's impossible not to roll your eyes at how quickly it was extinguished. So... It's uh, even Cal Fire says this is not reality. It's not it's not good. And it's not something that uh, we should continue to because it, if anything, it glamorizes a a job that is glamorous in its own right. It's glamorous for a different reason. Firefighters, wild country firefighters specifically are bad ass and have giant gonads of steel. And these guys are all caught up in the the love and the relationships that are seen off camera. So, The producer and director known for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman has died. I told my husband that this morning. He goes, it's about time. Wow. And I was like, well, damn. And he's like, well, those came out in the 60s. I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's 87 years old was Jules Bass. Rankin Bass uh, Animated Entertainment used to be known as Video Craft International. The list of some of their films, um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, um, I don't think all of these were, I'm not sure if all of them were stop motion. No, Little Drummer Boy was stop motion. Santa Claus Coming to Town, stop motion. Here comes Peter Cottontail, The Enchanted World of Danny Kay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Year Without Santa Claus, The First Christmas Snow, Little Drummer Boy Book 2, of course everybody remembers that, 76 saw Rudolph's Shiny New Year, The Easter Bunny is Coming to Town, they started getting a little crazy, Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey, Mm. that was in 1977. That sounds like fun, I want to know Nestor. And then they started branching out and using different, different times of the year, Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. That's a little gratuitous, is it not? <laughs> I love it. Did you know that mules are 99.9% sterile? I Well, I didn't realize there was a 1% that wasn't or a 0.1%. Yeah, there's like one swimmer in there. Well. <laughs> there's like one. Uh, this is due to an uneven chromosome count, although in rare cases, female mules have been known to give birth to foals. That seems crazy. Right? Yeah, and how do you explain that to dad? What do you mean? Well, I mean, where did that come from? I thought I was sterile. Ah. Uh, 
And he convinced her that she was that he was sterile. So she was like, yeah, go whatever, whatever you want. Gary and Shannon will continue after this. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.